You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello. And welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. My name is Mads. And I am Scout. I am Mads' older sister. And that is the only title that matters here. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. You being my little sister holds no weight to your personal brand. That's actually so true. But I do exude little sibling energy. You and I are the classic, the classic. Classic stereotypes. Yeah. Like I am such the older child and you are such the younger child. It's almost painful. Yeah. Sorry. Younger child. Little sibling. What was that? (laughs) Young little sister. (laughs) Little sibling. Little sib. Yeah. Little sibling. Welcome to OKSIS podcast. We're so happy that you turned on our 
episode and you're listening in your little ear holes. You always like try to talk about the ear holes yeah. experience of a podcast and it's not cute. Like I feel like the way you're talking about it, it's like put your little tushy here, but like the ear holes doesn't have, you know what I mean? Like I feel like that's the vibe you're going for, but then you're like ear holes is not as cute as tushy, you know? Sure. I don't know if I was like thinking about the tushy, but like now I am. And <laughs> I mean, I love <laughs> the vibe. I love, I love just imagining all our sisters with their little tuchuses parking their little tuchuses <laughs> down to listen in their ear holes to okay podcast <laughs> all right we got we got such a good show we're gonna go, we're gonna go back to the roots to our roots we're gonna go back to the roots we do this every now and then where we'll do a full content corner corner episode where we talk about the books we're reading the tv shows we're watching the movies we're watching and the podcast we're listening to and i feel as if the sisterhood probably comes more for Maddie's recommendations because I am, you know, have a life and don't just sit and watch TV constantly because Maddie has like a million fucking wrecks. Excuse. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. I mean, come on. You have like TV show wrecks for days. Sure. I can't believe you just got offended by that. This is like a known fact about you is that you watch a copious amount of TV. Of course. I'm not, I'm not denying that, but you literally just said, I have no life. That is what you said. Oh no. I said, I have a life. So I don't watch as much TV. I never said you don't have a life. All right. Okay. Well, I have a life too. Thank you. You know what it is? Time management, okay? I am very good at time management. So that is how I consume as much content as I do. Oh, I just forgot about one of the movies that I watched. I have to add it to the list. But before we get started, sisters, we would so appreciate it if you would take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It is the best free, easy, one-minute way to support OKSIS. And if you are feeling extra supportive, you're like, fuck yeah, I want to support the sisterhood today. Text your favorite episode to a friend. We would really, really appreciate it. We got a really good review last week and it like made my heart sing. I love good reviews. They, well, I mean, duh, but like <laughs> they, you guys are so like specific and silly and I, I just, you're so cute. Like, yeah. can we be friends? We haven't gotten a bad review in a while, but I feel like <laughs> it's I am an evolved... <laughs> I think I'm just an evolved person that the next time I do get a bad review, I'm going to be really excited about it. Where like two years ago, I would cry in a hole for 10 days. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. It, it's ro- I don't give a I don't give a fuck anymore. It is. It rolls right off of me I, after after. You know what? Podcast reviews ran so that TikTok reviews could walk. So because <laughs> I have dealt with like bad podcast reviews which there are not many I, I want to be clear and also I'm very very grateful about that there was like a time period where everyone was getting shitty podcast reviews right. when like life went crazy in the pandemic yeah something something about podcast reviews people I mean people get real honest but then TikTok mm-hmm. trolls are like a whole other level so I I was prepped I was primed uh from the podcast mm-hmm. experience to go to the TikTok I feel like okay sis has primed both of us in such beautiful ways for our other career ventures. Oh, I mean, literally, yes. Okay, sis is is our school. It's, it's our, our school. school. It's our training. It's our MBA. It's our MBA. Okay, let's get into content quarter. Where do you want to start? Let's do books. Oh my god, that's what I had on my list first too. <laughs> well, we are bibliophiles, so that would make some sense. And sisters. And sisters. 
listeners. <laughs> yes, I think that we get like we get weirdly telepathic on the podcast. I feel like at this yeah. point, it's after four years. It- we know the dance. We know the dance. We waltz quite well together. Okay, you go first. Can you imagine if we did the waltz together? Honestly, I think we should because that real of us salsa dancing in the movie theater w- makes me was so yeah. It makes me so happy when I watch that video because you and I are so great and happy and joyful. Yeah. Except like if we did like real salsa dancing together, it would be like a little sensual, which I'm, I don't know if I'm here for, but the waltz. Oh, when is dancing with the stars coming back? Talk about content and the waltz. Oh, I love that show. Okay. That's like the most off brand show for you. It's more an on brand show for me. So off brand. I don't do competition. It's more of a me show. I don't watch any competition shows. I don't know what it is. I am obsessed with dancing with stars. Okay. Let's go through books. This is for all my romance girlies. If you're new here, hello, welcome to OK Sis. I'm Mads, and I am a rom- romance novel enthusiast and book influencer. I'm gonna I'm gonna self proclaim that I'm a book influencer. Penguin Random House is sliding in the DMs, and they're sending me free books. So I'm gonna. Where's your correspondence with TJR? Yeah, we need to follow up. Uh, we need to follow up. Also, yeah. I need to give you Carrie Soto. I am so excited for the rest of the world to read Carrie Soto. You guys are going to shit your brains out. It's going to be, it's, ugh, I'm like so excited for the discourse, you know? Okay. Number one, I've been on a book bender, which I typically am, but these are the books. I'm going to go through what I've read and then I'll just say like, if you can, you know, skip it or not. Right. First is by the book by Jasmine Guillory. We actually, or when we used to do our book club, I had Jasmine Guillory on the podcast. So if you are a Jasmine Guillory fan, you can go listen to that episode. She is the queen of romance novels. I read her latest book. Very, such a good beach read. Takes place in Santa Barbara in a big mansion. I mean, what more can you ask for? Great. Not sexy at all. Not spicy. Just letting everyone know. Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. This is a TikTok book talk viral book. Kenzie Elizabeth told me to read it. It is very long. It was very, Scout, it was like, you would have been proud of me. It was 600 pages, which I am usually allergic. Holy shit. I'm allergic to books like that. But it didn't feel that long. It was very strange. I would recommend it. I personally, I didn't love it as much as everyone loved it. Like it was going crazy viral. It is very, very spicy. I'm talking like it happened one summer by Tessa Bailey, level spicy. So if you're looking for that, go there. I just finished Dating Dr. Dill by Nisha Sharma. A lot of people love this book. I personally didn't love it. I thought it was really predictable and a bit cheesy, but I always love romance novels that have that highlight other cultures other than white cultures. So this is all about an Indian family. So you learn a lot about Indian culture and arranged marriages versus love marriages. So I, I love when romance novels like shed light on other cultures because I don't think there's a lot of that. Okay, next we have The Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armas. This is like a typical summer reads. You'll see this on every book that's like beach reads, summer reads. Again, cute. Uh, you know, it was like the main character like irked me a little bit. There's a, you know, they go to Spain. So there's Spanish wedding content, which is fantastic. Always welcome for that. And very spicy at the end. But other than that, I, I was, it wasn't like, I was like blown away. I didn't have a book hangover, if you will. And then coming up, so I brought a couple, I'm bringing a couple books to Greece. Number one is Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. This is my fourth Coho book that I've read. I have heard many mixed reviews. This is also like a virally TikTok book. Uh, some people said that they hated it. Some people said that they're, they're, it's the best book she's ever written. So I will be the judge of that and I will come report back. And then I'm going to also read uh, Taylor Jenkins Reads. I'm going through 
TJR's earlier stuff. So I have the one called Forever Interrupted. I honestly don't even know what any of them are about. I just buy them and read them because it's TJR. So um, I have that for the trip. And that's my book corner. Mm, I love it. I love it so much. Do you think I should make a separate book Instagram? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You say you vote no? No, because... We gotta, we gotta, yeah, yeah. We gotta hone in the content. There's too much. There's too much for you, and you know you can't do a million things great. You can't half-ass a million things. That's so true. You and I are multi-hyphenate, and we love having different projects. But there is a point where that is a disservice to yeah. you. This is very true. I, in preparation for my trip to Greece, I don't know if you know that I'm going to Greece. Did you know that I'm that I'm going to Greece? No, I didn't. This is <laughs> this is shocking. shocking news. I'm not. Oh my god, your birthday's tomorrow. That we're uh-huh. recording this. Fuck, I gotta remember that. I gotta remember that. Twenty eight, baby. Well, when this comes out, you'll be. Will you be in Greece? Will you be back from Greece? When, oh, when this I comes, think you'll be back when from this Greece. comes out, I'll be back from Greece. Anyways, I obviously had to batch like a ton of content for Camber because uh, I obviously don't want to, you know, work during the week. But I also, you know, the content never stops. I can't take a week off of content, or else you know your engagement goes down. So that was. Wow. I just, whoever says social media and content creation isn't a real job is, is just stupid. Like they just are ill, ill informed. Like I, my brain. Remember how I feel like your, I feel like your mind got expanded to that truth once we started. Okay. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. I had tons of misconceptions and limiting beliefs about content creation and my brain was short circuiting by the end of that uh, this week. So, all right, go ahead. What are some books that you read? Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com 
promo code OKSIS. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Okay, so I don't have as many because I was getting through Cutting for Stone, which was a 700-page book, but it was a very... It was a dense book. Like it took me a long time to get through. It is by far one of the greatest masterpieces ever written. It is literature at like the highest art and cultural sense possible. The prose is incredible. The character development is insane. The story is beyond. At the end, I was sobbing, like sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. It is just, it it really, really, really is unlike any other book I've ever written. It brings in Ethiopian cultures, Indian cultures, American cultures. It's a wild story that is just so, when you read it, you read it and you're like, this man wrote one book in his lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like this book must have taken him 10 to 15 years to write. It is that much of a masterpiece. So I have been taking my time moving through that and I finally finished it, I think a week or two ago. And it's phenomenal. Anyone who wants like a really, really great masterpiece, I highly suggest Cutting for Stone and just the ending will blow your mind. But then the business book that I was reading, I've already talked about it on the podcast and raved about it, is Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. I go back and- I need to order it. Oh my God, I go back and reread chapters still. It's kind of like a, it's like a daily dose of motivation for me. And then right now I am in the middle of Slow Days Fast Company by Eve Babbitts, which is also beautiful. Eve Babbitts, when I read Joan Didion, I thought I was like Joan Didion. And I feel like I'm in between Joan Didion and Eve Babbitts as far as my personality. Yeah, you're an Eve Babbitts girly for sure. I need to read. I'm kind of an Eve Babbitts girly, but Eve Babbitts was a lot more of like a femme fatale, which I feel like I haven't really, that's not exactly me. Like she's a lot like my friend Austin Siegel. I feel like that's like what Eve Babbitts reminds me of. But I I feel like I fall very in between Joan Didion and Eve Babbitts. But Slow Days Fast Company is a, I really recommend. It is 
amazing. Wow. It's so good. Okay. Have you read L.A. Woman? No, I read um, Sex and Rage by Eve Babbitts. Yeah, I need. I have L.A. Woman, and I've. I haven't read it yet, but I've been meaning to because, you know, I'm always looking for odes to L.A. I love books. That oh, my have- gosh. There's this there's this whole chapter in Slow Days, Fast Company talking about Bakersfield. And she writes like basically the point of this two paragraphs is she can't imagine why anyone would ever not move in their 20s to L.A. or New York or London. Mm-hmm. And she just talks about how sad it is to think about people who don't live in major cities in their 20s. And it's just like still on point for today of what something like you and I would say. It's really good. And then the next book that I'm going to read, the next business book that I'm going to pick up is End My Let's Book. I have it waiting. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I need to get it, too. Yeah. And then the other two fiction books I have is the Donna Tart book. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. It's Secret History. It's uh, one of her newer ones. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. a newer one. Have you read the Secret History? Yeah, it's the best. It's like such a me book. That's such a me book. It's such a you book. Why have we never talked about that? I read that a long time. I still think about that book. That is a scout book through and motherfucking through. Did you read Goldfinch though? I did not read Goldfinch. I started it and I, I, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, because I think that when you read the Secret History or whatever it is by Donna Tart, you follow love more with the story than you fall in love with Donna Tartt mm. and I think that Goldfinch is so opposite of the secret history that you are confused because it's not in that romantic young 20s liberal yeah. arts artistic genre so anyways have you read anything by I think it's Edith Boutman no I have a feeling it, uh, her first book is called The Idiot and then she just came out with a new book Hold on. And it's like a, hmm. I feel like you would like it. It's the, it's in The Idiot by Elif Batumin. Okay, sorry. Mm. And then she just released a new book that's like, not a sequel, but it follows the story of the girl. Do you want to know what book you would really love? Mm. A Woman Is No Man. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. It's about a Palestinian family who comes to America seen through the lens of the women and how they struggled as women to want a better life in America, but felt like confined to their religion yeah. or their culture. It's, I've seen it. It's a really breathtaking book. It's a really breath. I just thought of that. I don't know why. I feel like you would like that book. I know. I need to. It's funny because I get in these like romance rabbit holes and then it's like you ping pong back and forth. Like I'll read a stupid, not a stupid romance, but like a, you know, a cheesy romance or light read and be like, okay, wow. Yeah. I, I would call it a light, a light, like a light read, a light read. And then I'll be like, okay, I need to like stimulate yeah. my mind a little more. And then I'll read a more challenging book or like a, whatever beautiful prose and I'll be like oh I don't want to think so it's like I go I like ping pong you need a middle ground you need like a middle ground I feel like which I feel like TJR is the perfect middle ground and also these two books I'm sure I've mentioned them on the podcast before but when I was reading them but funny you should ask by Alyssa Sussman and then also the roughest draft by it's a couple you just look it up the roughest draft those two were like the perfect middle ground of romance but really well written and like made me feel Mm. all the feels and like I didn't roll my eyes you know what I mean yeah I hear you okay that was that was such a good book corner okay podcasts tv oh podcasts oh we're not in sync for this one okay podcast is I actually don't really have that many other than my usual suspects as everyone knows I listen to the ringer a lot ringer dish and uh bachelor party is coming back because the bachelorette is coming back seriously that that sounds just like sounds like a Sounds like dying in quicksand. I know. By the time you listen to this, it will have come back. And 
I am going to watch it. Be, I mean, they did something smart. There's two bachelorettes and we don't know how the format is going to be because there's the same number of guys. And if they pit them against each other to like fight for the guys. No, they know better. They know better. Exactly. But then it's like, why are there only 30 guys then for two women? That's not fair. So we, I want to see like how they structure it, but there are two bachelors. Let me know. I'll, yeah. I'll give you a little recap. Okay. So bachelor party is back. And then, you know, I've been really loving the Tinks podcast. I think it's such a perfect format for her and also something that I feel like is very refreshing I don't I think her and Emma Chamberlain are so good at this type of format where it's just a stream of consciousness about one subject that they feel passionate about they have such a talent for just talking for 20 minutes like I think about this all the time. Like, thank the fucking Lord we have a podcast together with a co-host. I don't think I could ever do it alone. I know you do slam poetry on the Emotional Entrepreneur podcast, but, <laughs> and you're really good at it too because you can just kind of like stream of consciousness, keep going. I second guess myself. I overthink when I don't have someone to bounce off me. I think it's a limiting belief. I think you could do it very easily. I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could. But something about Tink's, the way she... She's so eloquent and she's oh, she's so wise. I, I, everything she says is just so beautiful. She has amazing mindset shifts and and advice. And I mean, she talks a lot about dating, which I can't relate to many of the things that she talks about in, when it comes to dating. But I still love listening to her kind of work through her past experiences, what she's learned, her confidence and the type of like, like mindset you should go out with in, in regards to dating. I don't know. Everything about it is great. So if you, and she does it three times a week, which is incredible. Wow. Yeah. So she'll have Monday, Friday, which is like the stream of consciousness and it's only 20 minutes, super snackable. And then the Wednesday one is like a live show where she takes questions. But yeah, I would I would recommend. Great. I'm going to say something controversial is that I think that I'm in a little like podcasts are feeling a little stale for me. Like every day I look and I'm like, I'm looking for the one that's going to bring me value. I'm looking for the one that's going to really feel good. I'm looking for the one that's actually going to deliver on the title. And it's it's getting a little hard. I'm not going to lie. I have my usual suspects, but I'm not listening to all my usual suspects every week anymore because I just, I'm feeling a sense of uh, content for content's sake. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I, you know, when you find an episode that excites you, there's nothing like yeah. it. And I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of a drought in that sense these days. I totally feel you. Right? I just like, ugh. The only podcast that like light me up still like that, and when I get so excited, is... Um, the Brooke and Connor make a podcast. Those two, when they come up on my feed, I get my like I get giddy, and I still listen mm -hmm. to the Morning Toast every day. So those, but it's so funny because I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, where's the other Morning Toast or like something like that? Like where there's like another whole community of like a podcast I can binge. I just don't feel, and I don't want to do the work. I think it's us, but we t we do it. You know, we talk, so we can't binge ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but ones that are new that I love is Move With Heart by Melissa Wood, obviously, but it's only every other week and it's so frustrating. And so her one that came out last week was like a 15 minute episode on food freedom, which is amazing, but it's just not what I need right now. So now I have to wait like a whole month yeah. to get another one that I feel really connected to. So, wow, it's only 15 minutes every other week. No, just this oh. one was like 15 or 18 minutes, but it's every other week. So it's difficult. Oh. So I do, and maybe this is going to sound... I hope this doesn't sound superior or whatever you want to call it, but I actually now realize maybe why podcasts are falling short for me is that since it's free content for the masses, 
a lot of the stuff around business and entrepreneurship that I like listening to are building blocks that podcasts have already helped me get to a certain Mm -hmm. level. And now I'm looking for a higher mastery level that I can imagine is one, you have to pay for, and two, isn't going to appeal to a wide audience. So that's not necessarily always happening, if that makes sense. I'm looking for that next level. And I think podcasts are great for... Starting out or tips for the beginning. Yeah, that's really interesting. There are... Yeah, I'm looking for like a mastery podcast. Yeah, like get it like up leveling and and niching on that specific uh, phase of business. I am listening to Manifestation Babe for the first time. And she did a great episode about the real inside scoop behind a $7 million year. Mm. And she brought on her CFO and they really broke down how much they spend on payroll, how much money this made. And that's the shit that I'm like, I need this stuff. I want to hear about that stuff. So it's just getting a little bit more hard. But I will say a really fun one that Adam and I listen to. Um, I don't listen to it all the time, but like such a fucking good hang. Uh, this is important. The three guys from Workaholics. Oh, I've heard about that one. It's, I sent it to mm-hmm. you. It's just like three guys fucking around. I love like, that. They're talking about sex and weed and like whatever. And it's just fucking, the banter is incredible. There's no interviews. It's just the three of them. Plus I think every now and then they bring on their producer friend Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's so funny. It's just a good, funny hang. That's how I feel about Smartless. Like at first I was like, ugh, another like celebrity podcast. It's Will Arnett, Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes. And I was like, ugh, another like celebrity podcast. Like this is so annoying. Their banter, I could listen to them. For, it, it, there is something magnetic about it. And I just, so I love a podcast where it's just bullshittery. You know what I mean? You'll like this one because these three guys are celebrities, but they're not like big, big. A-list, 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 A-list. And so there's a sense of just complete normalcy with comedic value. It's very good. Amazing. Okay, I'll check it out. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. 
our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. All right, let's go into, let's do like TV shows slash movies. Okay. All right, so. Um, so what? <laughs> I have weird, I have weird TV shows. You're going to think I'm so weird. You always do. You have weird taste. Okay. I'm going to go into new, like current shows. One is, have you been watching Loot on Apple TV? Don't even know what that is. You must. It's a new show with Maya Rudolph and it is fantastic. It's basically Kind of making fun of, um, it's like a Jeff Bezos-esque character and they get divorced and he's cheating on her with a younger woman. So she gets all the money or like, you know, half the money. So she becomes the third richest woman in the world, kind of like Jeff Bezos's wife, ex-wife. And she was given a foundation. So she like, it's just this funny show about her trying to have like more purpose in life and now running this foundation without her ex-husband. So it's so good, you guys. Like I, Benjun and I have binged it. It is so fantastic. I would highly recommend. Number two is Only Murders in the Building. It's back, baby. Uh, don't speak too much because I'm only in the first episode. Okay. I won't say anything about it, but it's back and it's better than ever. There is something that just warms my heart. And I'm going to go out and say it that they have the best opening credit, like, song and vibe like it is so perfectly captures like what what the show is about you know what I mean also I feel like we should be friends with Selena Gomez just like a thought that I had 100 percent we'll get her on the pod she just seems like our kind of girl like she's she's a little degaff like me she's in the mental health space she's cool like you like there's just like a lot going on that I feel like she could be oh you think I'm cool sometimes yeah I think I I think majority of the times yeah I'm just I'm just uh, not inflating your ego you're like very cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Do you think I'm cool? In your own unique flair. Oh, because people tell me I'm cool and funny, except you don't. So I'm confused. Funny, I don't I don't understand <laughs> at all, but whatever. <laughs> that was funny when corporate Natalie was like, yeah, I my 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 employees that I pay laugh at me. Uh, my too. Employees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is oh, let me give you an example of my humor. Okay, so I did a live coaching call with someone that I did coaching with on the Emotional Entrepreneur podcast, and she was saying how she's gonna hike her pricing. And I was like, can we get rid of that fucking phrases? If someone said I'm hiking my prices, I'd be like, I don't want to fucking hike with you. Like, that's funny. Like, Danielle was literally slacking me like, ha, 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 all caps. Thinks She thinks it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to hike with you, but that doesn't really make any sense. Okay. Anyways, we're moving on. Okay. And then other TV shows. I've been rewatching 30 Rock. Can't get into that one. Have seen so many episodes. Yeah. It just doesn't tickle my yeah, fancy. I watched it in college and I haven't watched it since. So I'm rewatching it. And then some movies for all the LA people. I mean, also people outside of LA, of course, it, you can watch this. It's the Evan Funky documentary. Evan Funky is a chef of a very big restaurant, two big restaurants in LA, Felix and Mother Wolf. And he is the basically the master of handmade pasta in the US and he is Felix is my number one like number maybe num in the top three of my favorite restaurants in Los Angeles and it goes through 
his opening of Felix and his education in Italy to, to make handmade pasta. And then my, you know, Lord and Savior Nancy Silverton makes an appearance in it. So it is just like, it's an ode to LA, but pasta and, and the restaurant scene, it's fantastic. So I watched that, which was great. And I'm, I'm not a documentary person. So this was, this was great. Mm, I'm going to watch that with Adam. He loves shit like that. Oh yes. Adam will enjoy this for sure. And then I'm going to say something. I wasn't going to say it, but like, I just need to speak my truth. And I hope we don't get canceled for this. But you know that like, we're always trying to stir the pot and be controversial, controversial girlies. Right. That's us. That's us. I couldn't get into Love Island. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, neither could I. I watched like seven episodes. I was like, my brain cells are dying. I'm sorry, guys. This is too much. This is too much. This is the Truman Show of crap reality television. I just, I really, really wish I could see what everyone else is talking about. I watched the I the latest, it. you know, the latest season. And when I had COVID, I was like, oh, perfect. I have this show that I can just binge, you know? And I, yeah, I felt... Look, everyone loves it because it's on every night, so there's so much content. But I thought that was actually a deterrent because nothing happens in the episode. Like, you you know, it's like there's a reason that shows are once a week. It's because there does not that much happens every day. So Yeah, like Too Hot to Handle made it spicy and the tension. You need the tension. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really sorry, guys. Please don't cancel me. Please, like, please don't come after me, but... I'm not a Love Island girly. I can't do it. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, so the TVs and movies that I'm watching, let's start with the Marvel Universe, because we all know there's a Marvel Universe update. So Adam and I are watching Miss Marvel, which is a TV show. It's good. It's kind of what we put on in the background. We're not like seriously watching it. It's definitely made for the younger generation. It's like a cool kids movie, like early 20s movie, high school Marvel movie, whatever. But it's good. It's great. It's nice. I like it. The main character... It's fine. What a raving review. It's good. It's great. It's great. I love it. You know, I like that the main character is a woman and she's uh, Muslim American. And I think that's really cool. They did a good job with it. Oh, yes. I saw um, Hassan Minhaj posted about about her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very Marvel meets Disney. Okay. Okay. You know? Marvel meets Disney. Marvel is Disney. But okay. But you you know what I'm saying? Like Marvel meets a Disney movie. So (laughs) the new Doctor Strange movie we watched. I heard it was bad. And I'm... I'm just going to say it. Marvel, just stop. Okay? Just stop. PSA Marvel. Dear Marvel. PSA Marvel. Dear Marvel, please stop. You are pumping out way too much content, way too quickly, just like Love Island. (laughs) And um, (laughs) see, I am funny. (laughs) See, I am funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. The fact that you just compared Marvel to Love Island. Dr. Strange... I mean, they made a zombie of Doctor Strange in one episode, and I was like, we're off the motherfucking rails, okay? We don't need 4,000 multiverses, okay? Come back to this universe. They want more money. It's absurd at this point, and you can tell it's just unraveling at the seams. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, get out while you can, while your while your uh, reputation is good. But Marvel in general is just doing the most, and it's not; it's too much. Does Benedict Cumberbatch do it for you? He did it for me in the very beginning when I first saw him, and now he doesn't do it for me anymore. Mm. Okay, so it's gone. It's- but maybe it's because. He's Doctor Strange and it's fucking off the walls. Okay, okay. So aside from Doctor Strange, though, like, would you fuck Benedict Cumberbatch? I don't know why I just said it like that. 
I mean, it's not like a, it, I'll, I'll put it this way. I wouldn't pass. Okay. But I'm not like, I'm not like, you're not like itching. Go. Yeah. You're not like, you're not going to seek yeah. it out. But if it, if the yeah. opportunity presented itself, you would, you would consider it. Yeah. in like a multiverse where I'm single and Dr. The- Strange. <laughs> another multiverse wait this okay sorry i'm going i'm i'm kind of taking us off course but wait would would he do it for you would you say would you sure i I think i'm in the same boat as you i'm not gonna seek it out i'm not gonna seek it out but if the opportunity presented itself sure sure why not yeah yeah why not yeah i think it's a sure it's a sure okay i mean i can't believe we haven't spoken about this huge news Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick broke up. I know, but I'm not done with my TV and movies. But I know, I'm just saying it reminded me, so I wanted to just make sure that I slipped I it think, in there. I think Ashley texted me and said, Mazel Tov to Maddie. Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader broke up. Yeah, I got like five DMs mm-hmm. um, of people being like, you must be so happy, like Mazel Tov. I mean, I think this is a good move for you, but I, I think he is seeking. I think he's seeking. He's I think seeking. we've been through a couple relationships these days with him. You know, I'm going to say something. And I, again, this is also something that like, you know, we're always trying to be controversial here and I'm always trying to stir the <laughs> pot and I, I just like want to be honest and it's really important to be honest. I think my Bill Hader infatuation. Oh no, it's going away? Is declining a little bit. Okay. Is it because he, he might be in a new Marvel movie because that would make sense? What? No, I'm just oh, kidding. He's oh, not, oh, but I'm just like, saying. What? No, 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 no. No, if he did that, that would be great. I would, that would bump him up. Is it because... His publicist literally won't put Bill Hader on our podcast. It's not his fault. Look, it's not Bill Hader's fault. There's really nothing he could gain from coming on this podcast. There's but everything he could gain. Everything. Sure. Okay. There, yeah. He Confidence. Could, he could, the sisterhood. The sisterhood. Self-adoration. We pump women up. Imagine if Bill Hader came on. Yeah, I It know. would be a 30-minute hype session. This is very true. He could reach an, a whole new audience of um, millennial women. So I think I'm just like a little butthurt from his publicist that they keep rejecting us, that it's like making me like feel embarrassed. Like I'm like a little embarrassed of the rejection. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep fighting the good fight. Until I get blocked. Like, I'm waiting for a cease and desist letter. That's how far I'll go. I think we're on the brink of a cease and desist. <laughs> we're literally on the brink. Okay. So, anyways, I just wanted okay. to bring that in. I'll, I'll keep you updated on my, you know, Bill Hader infatuation. But okay. as of right now, in this point of time, it's going down a little. It's going wow. down. You can't, like, throw this at me because I have a team meeting in, like, two minutes that I have to attend. Oh, so, like, sorry. this is a lot... This is like a lot oh. for me to, we need to unpack this. This is, a, I mean, these are huge updates. This is a whole episode. So can we, know. can we circle back? Okay, go. Can we circle back? Okay. The couple, last couple of TV shows or the movie, I, uh, Adam and I watched The Unbearable Way of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage. Highly recommend. Great movie. You guys fucking love Nicolas Cage. I know. We it's love, so weird. I used to hate Nicolas Cage. So Adam went on a, like a, like a goal rampage to make me love Nicolas Cage and we watch all of his movies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's Did really you good. see Top Gun Maverick? Did we talk about that? Okay. Not yet. I have to go see it. But Adam and I watched the first Top Gun. Yeah. And it is the most homoerotic movie I've ever seen in my life. This movie is not even yeah. for women. So, listen. It is for men. It is yeah. for straight men to tap into a little bit of that natural homoeroticism yeah. that they all have in a way that is societally acceptable. Listen, listen. So Benjamin and I watched the first, the original before we went to see Top Gun Maverick. And I, exact, exact same thoughts. I was like, there, 
people must be talking about this. So I looked it up. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a cult gay homoerotic. Like it's, it it knows that it is that. And it, that was an intentional thing. But I don't think the straight men get it. No, the straight men don't get it. But all the women and the gay men get it. And I was speaking to. Like Tom Cruise did a scene where he's like this in the locker series. Yeah. With his dick, like. And, and no, he's and, just like, and, and his dick his is butt out and his dick is like looking at the guy. Yeah, I know it is so, and uh, there's one scene in the locker and room. Why are they always sweating? They're, they're like, they're drenched at all times. Wait, we are so insane. I tweeted that. I said, why is everyone <laughs> wet? Literally, I, why is everyone I couldn't, wet? I couldn't. So I'm talking with, um, head babe, our mom. And I'm like, oh my God, I just watched Top Gun. And like, it's the most homoerotic. It's like, it's gay. It must be a gay classic. And my mom was like, what? talking about like it is about <laughs> male friendship and i was like oh my god no see that's what everybody thought okay anyways but top gun maverick equal level homoeroticism it is i saw I an wait. article that was like top gun maverick is not homoerotic it is homosexual like, yeah it's homosexual tom cruise just come out you know just do it just oh, give it to us wow. give us the real news come out we're waiting for you i really want you to watch top gun maverick because it okay. was Fantastic. Okay, go ahead. I will do that. I got three people in my waiting room. The team's oh. ready. We're lo- locked and loaded. All right. Thank you for listening to OKSIS podcast. We hope you have an incredible week and we love you dearly. And what else? Follow us on OKSIS podcast at OKSIS podcast on Instagram. I love you, Mads. Have, a, have an amazing time in Greece. I know you'll be back when this comes out, but I'm talking to you right before you go to the airport. Have a beautiful, happy birthday. I will celebrate on Instagram for you. And I love you. Love you. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 